The following is Flying Casual, the Rebel Scum podcast live show every Monday night. Join us on Patreon for early access, exclusive show prizes, and more. Now, here are the guys. Rebel girl, they know you. It's gonna be your time. Charlie Skywalker in the house. Dale is here as well. Hello, Rebel Girls playing. We'll play a little bit. Because Andrew Fantasia, he's not on camera yet. That's, he doesn't know. He doesn't... He doesn't even watch this. We're going to put us on camera now so you guys can see what Andrew's reading. He's reading his own little book, Side Scroller. How's everyone doing tonight? Monday, we are a week into The Mandalorian. And we are, I don't know, like 30-something days until the Rise of Skywalker. Just over a month until Rise of Skywalker. Mason's here. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, our journey to the Rise of Skywalker continues going on. A great time getting there. Andrew, how you doing? Uh, I'd be better if I could enjoy this book in peace, James. Uh, it's a chapter. As Andrew decides to tell me what chapter he's on, he froze because that's how things happen here. Of course, Andrew, what chapter were you on? I was on chapter 13. Chapter 13. Yeah. It's funny that we were like on for like 15 minutes and the minute we go live, there's got to be, I rebooted my OBS, but there has to be some kind of uh, connection problems going on between OBS and uh, and YouTube. I can see that now. Here we go. Josh is here. Josh, what up? Hello. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun uh, talking about this one right here. So... I'm going to open up the chat, too. I don't have it open yet. The only thing I had open was my book. And I think you should actually, like, take charge of the chat because my internet's going to obviously uh, die out on me if we decide to do two things at once. Big week in Star Wars last week. Uh-huh. I don't know if you know this or not, but probably the biggest week in Star Wars we've had in a while where you've got two Mandalorian episodes, which we've never had a live-action series to begin with, and we got two of them right away, and then we get... Uh, what many are referring to as the best Star Wars video game ever. Um, you obviously didn't pick it up. Uh, actually, I was uh, given a copy. Um, so I have been playing it for the last couple days. Uh, and yes, I do agree. It is, uh, gameplay-wise, probably the best we've ever gotten. Okay, so you were given... I hate that you were given a copy. I think I know why you were given a copy. Do you want to tell everybody why you are given a copy? If um, I'm right, I might be wrong. I, cause I, I just, I don't want to get too much into the details of that at the moment, uh, just in case, but, uh, I will make some more of that clear going forward. So you don't want to say anything else? I can talk about the game itself, uh, which I've been digging more than I, uh, more than I expected I would. Uh, I don't know how long the game is, but so far it's been beefy. It's been, well, beefier than what we've gotten, which isn't saying much, but it has been beefy. And I like what I've been seeing. It's definitely my kind of game. So I'm I'm having a good time with it. I, I'm going to see if I can try to beat it uh, by tomorrow because tomorrow a little game called Shenmue 3 finally yeah, comes out. Yeah. So, Are you going to get an EB? Because there's like an EB exclusive there. Uh, no, I already, I kickstarted it, James. I kickstarted it five years ago. Uh, Wait, so I have been. Uh, did you get it right away? Just waiting for that. Did I what? Did you get it right away then? No, it's still not here. Oh, so you might get it after. If I go tomorrow, I might get it before you. Probably, yeah. Rural Farm I Boys the here. Kickstarter would send it early, but apparently not. 
Chris King's here, so we're going to talk only spoilers tonight about Shenmue Three. By the way, I gotta give a shout out. This, this, uh, I opened this up on a live stream a few weeks ago. From Aaron Quinton sent me this. Have you read this, Andrew? Have I read? Well, let me see what you're holding up there. The book? Of, no, I haven't read any of those. This is uh, a phenomenal book. Cool. Phenom- he asked me if I read. I had not read it either. And I've been I've been skimming through it, just checking it out. And it is it is every everything in here. I'm like Disney Plus series, Disney Plus series, Disney Plus series. <laughs> and look at the pages; they're like all uneven. I don't know. If you oh know. wow! It's really cool. It's like a. Yeah. It's an Chris King just. There's a delay, and Chris King just saw heard me say that we're doing all spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Real farm boy, give me them spoilers. I don't have any. I wish. Stream the game live, especially together. Laugh at each other. Okay, here's the thing. I, so I got Jedi Fallen Order. I pre-ordered it. I went and picked it up on Friday. But I worked all day Friday, and I went to a concert Friday night. So I came home Saturday. I was like, I'm going to play it Saturday. Uh, I slept in Saturday. Was out all day Saturday. Was out all night Saturday. We did uh, my in-laws go down south for the winter. So we did our Christmas on Saturday. So Sunday I woke up early, but I slept in Sunday. So I played it for about five minutes. I think, and I so there's different levels to Jedi Fallen Order. There's uh, story mode, which is what I should have played, where you, I guess, you can't die. Then there's uh, Jedi Master. Uh, there's, I think, there's Jedi Knight, Jedi Master, Jedi Knight. Jedi so Master. Jedi, yeah, Jedi Knight, which is what I played on. Then there's Jedi Master and Jedi Grand Master. So I decided, you know, I can't do story mode. I have to actually kill a stormtrooper or two. And I've fallen off of every single ledge possible. And then a scout trooper, like, hit me from behind and I died. And I was like, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Back it up a second. What 13-year-old is playing as a scout trooper right now? So I, didn't, yeah. I haven't got very far. Um, and we won't do spoilers for it because it is brand spank. We'll do stuff about it before. Hopefully, Andrew, you get to play it, and you. I think you'd be the best at doing videos for it because it's it goes with your reviewing, and you're very harsh. You're one of the harshest critics that I know. Uh, with shit. video games, especially with video games, but also with Thrawn novels as well. I'm trying yeah. to keep. So you if they ever make a Thrawn video game, forget about it. You're out. You're out. <laughs> the whole game is just doing math and saluting to people. I'd watch it's like that. press X to salute. Right, Jedi Fallen Order, I think, is a lot of fun, but I'm, I'm really terrible at it. Aaron hasn't had a chance to play yet. I'm really excited to see, because I think this is up, like you, like it's up her alley. Like you, like Shenmue, I really like. Typically, those mm-hmm. are my kind of games. But like, yeah. that's Aaron was all about that, and she, I think she'll be all about this as well. And I like spinning right. when, the lightsaber. When you told me... When you told me that you got Aaron to try Shenmue 1 and she literally went and knocked on everybody's door, that made me so happy. Le- not like You guys get what it is that makes that game Well, she does. She knocks on every that. single door. Can I got to show you a few little goodies that I got here. Oh, hold on. Can let I? me switch to you. I've been looking at the chat. All right. Stop looking at other people. Okay, I got to show you some goodies. So I went to – I picked up my game and I was like, there's no freebies? They're like, no. I'm like, well, this is, this is the worst <laughs> thing ever. So they had this – this little buddy here. So, uh, so, okay, yeah, Purgy. Yeah. This is my Purge Trooper. Because I think Purge Troopers are the coolest looking ones. Shock Troopers still might be my number one. And then this mm-hmm. one, Fantasia. Blaster. Ooh. As a Knight of Ren. He is plain, right? Blaster. Is he the guy who, whose hand is actually a gun, or is he just the guy holding a gun? He's holding a gun. 
So that's the guy who I named Plane. Yeah, he's Plane. It's an EB exclusive. I think this is uh, GameStop exclusive in the States, maybe. I don't know. But they had them, so I got this. So I got both of them. And I got a discount on them. I got my, I got my like, uh, gold membership discount, and then I said, hey, if I'm buying this game, you have to give me a discount. Mm-hmm. And they did. And they said, sir, please leave. <laughs> and they were like, oh, man. Okay. <laughs> so they did that. Miles is here. Hi, you guys and gals. I'm working in the wood shop right now. Hi. Don't cut yourself Hello, in the wood shop. Yeah. Horizon Brave. I'm just saying hi to everybody. Heidi's here. Heidi's here. Uh, buy Heidi's book if you're going to buy a book. Sorry. Yeah, buy Heidi's books, guys. I bought, all three, I bought all three of them on paperback. They're coming. And this is the cool part is they're coming. At the delivery date is Christmas Eve, which is the exact oh. same day I got your book last year. That's funny. That's I came home from work and there was a package and it was Andrew Fantasia's novel. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are, people are in the chat right now, just having a good time. Guys, send your chat, send your questions. It's going to be a fun, fun show. We got Andrew Fantasia here. Uh, I'm here, but I'm kind of useless for the most part. Um, because I don't know anything about Star Wars except why, you know, before we get into our topic today, there's two topics, but one, I think we're going to do as a, as a, as an unleashed later on, because it's something that you brought to my attention and I really like it. And I just think that unleashed is a better forum for that, but we, we might bring into it. But the other thing I have to talk about is, is the Mandalorian, because obviously everybody is obsessed with the Mandalorian. Um, I absolutely love the Mandalorian. I know you love the Mandalorian. Uh, we won't. We're not going to spoil it though, because we know that there are a lot of people that can't watch the show, and that's what I want to talk about: is how freaking annoying is it that people, hardcore diehard Star Wars fans, have to watch something illegally because mm-hmm. Disney is like, mm, not today. Like, apparently they have a streaming service in the UK called Disney Life or something. There were there are platforms for them to release this show and for people to watch legally, but now they're being forced pirate them because it's being spoiled all over social media and today star wars on twitter and facebook was posting pictures of the spoiler from episode one i know yeah that's not cool and i'm typically not uh you know i i'm kind of an advocate against the pirating stuff because you know that's kind of our forte we work in film we 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 like to have our work appreciated and paid for and whatnot but at moments like this i'm like well disney you didn't leave these people much choice it's nobody's fault but their own so yeah i don't pirate pirate away uk and australia however europe it please don't don't wait till march to enjoy they can't it's already been ruined like is it look not ruined necessarily but the minute you find out you know the the asset essentially like the whole MacGuffin of the first episode. Okay. Yeah. And then when you learn a little bit more about that asset, it's like, well, do you need to, you know, I don't know. I just, for me, it's annoying because, and, and look, anybody that's, that's curious about it. We, we absolutely will not uh, do any, any spoilers on the Mandalorian uh, on the main shows. It'll be after the, our top five, which is at the end of the show and any shows called Mandalorian something, just know that those shows will be talking spoilers about the Mandalorian, right. but anything else we're just not going to. Yeah. There's no need to spoil just in case. I know a lot of our fans uh, are from the UK, so uh, I don't want to ruin. I don't want to pull a, a star Wars Twitter account and ruin it for them. So it's all good. If you've seen it, you know, you know who the asset is. You know all this stuff. You get it. We can wink at each other on camera. 
you haven't seen it, I'm not going to ruin that magic for you because there's a lot of magic to be had in those two episodes that we got. And they're short. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's like, short. it's like Rise of Skywalker is more your length and, uh, and the Mandalorian is my life. I wish there was a mystery man too. You read my mind. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> uh, okay. Hi, oh, yeah. I got your email. I'll have, I'll read that in a second. Fun fact before we start um, my, cause I've been teaching drama to kids. That's what I do now. Um, and I had to write monologues for them for the winter showcase coming up in January. I literally gave one group of three students a scene from mystery men too. Um, for Mystery Men. For Mystery Men too. You got you got the pre-release. I got the inside scoop. No, I literally give them a Mystery Men scene when they're sitting in the diner. I have to say, it. if anyone knows anything about monologuing, it's Andrew Fantasia. I've written him for several stuff we've done monologues about nonsense, crappy space stuff, and he. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, man, but it is memorized and word for word what's on the script. And I'm just like, what is happening here? And I don't even. I like. I wrote it, and I'm like, I can't remember that. And he comes up, he's like, and like the whole thing. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. And then he gets very depressed. Mm. Yeah, that's usually how it works. Misconduct's here. She's probably driving home from work. Hello, Misconduct. Hello, Bondage Brittany. Charlie Skywalker wants some a clunky pop. I, I, I assume he's talking about that Greedo thing. Yeah, that Greedo thing. Well, okay, wait, but Bondage Brittany. <laughs> brings up uh, a valid point if anyone mm. is following uh star wars on youtube or whatnot and they see the asset uh, they're claiming that that might make them want to see this uh even more so uh that's the uh the robert zemeckis approach which is why in robert zemeckis movies he gives away the entire plot and the ending to things because he <laughs> believes now i'm not even joking he believes the more you show them in a trailer the more people will want to watch it and his movies do quite well for the most part and I, I agree, Bondage Britney, you're right. That is something that's like, wow, I need to see where this is going. But there's there's that magical slice of time. And it's a very thin slice of time, but it does exist, where you're watching that first episode for the first time, and you see the Mandalorian come into contact with his target. And you get the music, you get the visual, and you get that final shot. And there's just something special about that. And if you know beforehand what the asset looks like and who it is. Um, it's, it, it takes that slice of magic away from you. Yes. It makes you curious about more, but you, you miss out on that little piece of magic pie that everybody else got to experience. So I, I would, I wouldn't want to deny anybody that pie. That's just how I feel. Uh, misconduct's not feeling well. We hope you feel better misconduct. Yes. But okay. Well, well, before we saw that asset at the very end of the, or the middle or the beginning of the first episode of Mandalorian. Did you have any inkling as to it being that? Not in the slightest. No, I honestly, I had no idea what to think. Um, I was expecting something within uh, the realms of what we had heard about the show itself. I wasn't expecting something sort of so outside of it. I, I so I I think I didn't ever tell me the odds that it was gonna be baby Ben Solo or something at one point. Mm. And the fifty year old threw me off and then I was like, Oh, it's a baby. Is it Ben Solo? And then and then right before the big reveal when it's I thought the reveal was done genius the way that yes. they pulled it off, the way that they you know, and I've Dave Filoni directed it, um 
and I thought that that reveal was done so perfectly. <laughs> I'm sorry, they're all laughing at Bondage Britney and hearing us say the name Bondage Britney. <laughs> and now Bondage Britney is saying, you can't just say Britney. <laughs> Michael's here. Two Med 2's here. Uh, we got a cool chat going on. Oh, smash the like button. Smash it. Smash it with your fist. With your fist. All right. Uh, this is the unleash that I want to do. We'll talk about this briefly and then we'll get into the Kylo Ren redemption story, which you're not a fan of, but it's definitely happening. Um, C3PO, we'll talk about this in Unleash. We'll go big on this one, but C3PO, Andrew, j- just explain a little bit about how, what you showed me, because it's feeling like he is going to be uh, more and more possibly the key to the rise of Skywalker. Yeah, oh, definitely. Um, so there's, you all know, I love me some visual dictionaries. Uh, I'm still crossing my fingers that we get one for Mando when Mando's all said and done. But I was reading the visual dictionary that came out last year, and it's the one that's sort of, uh, it, it consolidated everything. So it's episodes one all the way through to The Last Jedi. It's it's eight movies, and they even sprinkle in some Rogue One and Solo, but they don't go crazy in depth with that. It's mostly the saga films. So this was a newer thing. Like I said, it came out last year, so it's fairly recent canon. And I took a snapshot of the page for C-3PO, particularly the page of C-3PO and the Phantom Menace. And I sent that snapshot to James, and I'm like, James, look! And he's like, why are you sending me this at 3 a.m.? Please stop. Um, And then the next morning, Cooler Heads prevailed, and I showed it to him again. And essentially what the page is saying, I'm not going to read you this whole paragraph here, but it's implying that... The whole issue people have with Anakin building C-3PO, I get it. A lot of people don't like that. Uh, makes the universe smaller, so on and so forth. And a lot of people have brought up the good point, saying if Anakin is an imaginative little boy, why would he build a droid that looks exactly like the protocol droids that come off the assembly line? It looks like it was made by the Cybot Galactica Corporation, which is who makes protocol droids. Well, here, Tiz explained in a very interesting way. Young Anakin Skywalker finds C-3PO's key components discarded as junk and sets about rebuilding him. C-3PO was an originally manuf- he was sorry C-3PO was originally manufactured by Cybot Galactica and he retains many of his original components and memories. So, wait, just uh, quickly, which uh, Visual Dictionary and which page? That's what uh, Two Med Two is asking. Ooh, um, unfortunately, too mad too. I, you know what? If you give me like thirty seconds, I can literally run and go get you it. You can I'm go. I'm that. just going to talk about. I love the Mandalorian, but I will say this: I also love everything I've seen from the Rise of Skywalker. And I'm not joking. Last week was such a cool time to be a Star Wars fan, and now we're going into like we have the Mandalorian every single week leading up to. The Rise of Skywalker, we're going to get to play Jedi Fallen Order until the Rise of Skywalker Star Wars Resistance is going on. Visual Dictionaries. we got a contest going on for all of our Patreon uh, supporters. The art of Rise of Skywalker is going to be a contest for everybody. But also, this one hasn't been announced yet, but also a Patreon is going to win the visual guide to the Rise of Skywalker as well. So we're going to give both of those away to, uh, to a lucky Patreon or two. Because you know what? Your name is going to be in both draws because I don't care. Anybody can win. Anybody can win. This isn't a, a legal contest. This is just us doing it for uh, for our friends. So uh, it's just something we can do. So that's me killing time. Andrew's back now. Andrew, I'm we're going to talk about. <gasps> Go for it. All right. It's this one right here. This is the one. Uh, like I said, this is from last year. So it's very recent. It's got the um, like the sort of 
new font that the new ones have. You can see there they use that. Uh, well, this is very heavy. They use that new, nice shiny bold font. The older ones had kind of like a more subdued font. And like I said, it goes all the way to Last Jedi. But the C3PO thing that you want, my friends, is on page 80. It's one of those big pages that's vertical like this. Page 80. That's where you'll find it. So look at that. Tell me if you think I'm crazy, but that could go either way. That could either be just like Pablo and Leland and all those folks just saying like, yeah, let's tidy up this weird little thing George did and make some fans happy. Or it could mean a whole other ball game. Uh, but either way, it does mean, James, and this is going to get you excited, he has had adventures before Anakin, which may or may not mean a droids cartoon reboot in our very near future. Yes, no? Um, yeah, that's the part that I'm curious about is if they've thought that far. I do think that this is a pickup by, by the story group. That's what I do actually kind of think of that. I don't think this is, was George. Well, maybe George Lucas thought of that later on. Um, I'm adventures. I like to think that he was like, uh, he was a damage right from the get go and just kind of tossed aside. And that's how he was found. Like he was never actually used until Anakin. But the one thing that I want that, that I find cool about all of this, and we'll talk about this on that Unleashed later on, is the idea that that if three PO if this if three PO is is a necessity to ending Palpatine's reign, then the Force has done its job, and this has all come full circle. Because yeah, it's all like everyone's always like oh, it's so coincidental and so small that Anakin built three PO. But now when you look at it, you say okay, he built three PO, but he built it because the Force needed him to create three PO. So that 30, 60, 50 years later, that droid that he built is, can be there to defeat uh, Shivp. That's what I like about it. Charlie Skywalker wants us to pick him in the Patreon draw. Well, Ooh. your name's in it. so Your name is in it, Charlie. Maybe you will. Um, anyway, that's what I like about that theory, Fantasia. Well, picture this, James. Picture three years from now. No, maybe that's too long. Picture a year and a half from now, right? Paulo Hidalgo or whoever announces, hey, coming to Disney Plus, droids, a cartoon, a new one, a canon one, C-3PO. Doesn't have R2, but he has some other new droid friend before episode one, and the series ends with him being junked on Tatooine. Do you win? Right, the minute you said droids, I'm in. Yeah. Have you but you haven't watched the Droids animated series yet. I haven't, but I know a lot about it from the reference books. I know they go to a place called the Great Heap, which is also like a garbage thing, but it's also I think alive. You told me about Kaibo Ren. I know that there's uh, there's some racing that goes on there. Um, there's I think this planet that's like metal or something. It's like a, a planet that's made of like synthetic parts or something. I remember all the books would talk about droids a lot. Uh, Miss Connick says, "Do you think we'll see any Se Sega characters in the Mando show? Saga, Sega, Sega, Saga Jams. characters? I can't see this far in the Mando TV show. Jane's and Andrew. I'm taking offense to you calling me Jane's and Andrew. They already mentioned the smuggler. They had a bounty on, aka Han Solo. Ooh. I think misconduct. I would. I don't know if I heard this somewhere over the past year." But if it's not true and it's a rumor, I would like it to be real. 
I think he is. It's very, very plausible to get Bosk in there. I would love to see Bosk again. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna get anything like that. I don't. Well, this is. Oh, I almost just spoiled it. I'm not gonna say anything. You know what, Miss? We're gonna talk. <laughs> we'll talk about misconduct. Save that for a Mandalorian show, uh, for our UK friends and other friends that can't watch it. Yeah. Make a clickbait not take video called Fallen hot Order take. is no what? It's a hot take video. Did I say not take. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see this far, and there's a bright light in my eyes too. Uh, complete garbage. It put clips of you falling many times and say it yeah. sucks because there's no railings. But otherwise, <laughs> no railings. and that of course is from our good friend Bondage Brittany, Winnipeg's own Bondage Brittany. Pablo Hidalgo, also a Winnipeg native. So, That's right. Tell, me, tell us what the weather's like over there in in Winnipeg, because it's. Uh, I'll tell it you, can't be any colder and damper and more miserable than it is well, right here. Is it ra- it's raining where you are. It's for me. It's just been cold. But on Sunday, I went for a walk with my dog, and it was minus twelve, and I was like, "This is not fun." This not <laughs> and minus twelve. I don't know what that is in American, but in Fahrenheit, yeah. but it's it's their Fahrenheit. We're Celsius. Is that how it goes? How does it go? Um, they're Fahrenheit. Yeah, so I don't know what it is in Fahrenheit. I don't even know what temperature we use. Fallen order is just falling down. It's falling order. That's what it is. I am the worst at it. All right, let's get into our topic today. And if we had like animation, we could topic today. Why don't we have an animation? I quit. If you animate it, I'll use it. All right. All right, our topic today is brought to you by nobody. Kylo yeah. Ren's Redemption. It's happening. Wait. Is it brought to us by Daisy? Daisy she Ridley. Kind of, Actually, she kind of did. I think this was on Entertainment Tonight or E! Online or Entertainment Weekly. or It's on Entertainment somewhere. It's being reported everywhere now. Uh, but she has four words to describe Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. I, I am wearing glasses, but they're four years old. So uh, my prescription has changed. Misconduct. Uh, four words Daisy Ridley used to describe The Rise of Skywalker. She said... Um, and Andrew, I want to know what your thoughts are on each one of these words before we get into Ben Demption. Dark, okay. scary, sad, and joyful. She described my Christmas last year. Um, <laughs> I I think they all speak for themselves. I, I Definitely dark and scary I got from that trailer, man. Every time they're on that planet where there's like the lightning, like where she's standing, where... Steve is in the throne and he's coming at her. Every time they show that planet, I'm like, this is freaky, man. This looks like when you're playing like a scary video game and you get to the last boss and you're standing in like this big dark room. So dark and scary, totally. More of the last two, sweet and cuddly. What did she say? The last two were sweet and cuddly. Uh, Sad Mm -hmm. and joyful. Oh, yeah. This is everything a final chapter should be. you, I'm I'm so glad that she chose those words. But what, like, does anything come to mind when you hear them? Um, when I hear scary, I this is just because it's you know where my mind goes because it's what I want. But I think of Palpatine Force Ghost, man. I think of like he's doing some freaky stuff to them. Uh, you remember that um, thing in the Force Awakens art book where there was originally going to be like a dark force ghost or something. I don't yep. know if they were haunting Luke or whatever, but like, I'm just picturing that man. Like he's at the end of a corridor and like, you see him for a second 
And then like Ray turns around and he's not there, but it's like, you just hear like, <laughs> like I'm totally, totally on board for that. I'm just answering what a Celsius is. It's a fake weather reading. It is. It is a fake weather reading. You know what's annoying? When you go from kilometers here in good old Canada to miles in the state, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm driving anymore. I've lost, I've lost, I've lost. Uh, and then the cop pulls you over at three in the morning, and you're like, I don't know, we're going 125 kilometers. And they're like, how many miles? Like, oh, 85? <laughs> uh, that's only happened twice to me. Uh, <laughs> What did we want an animation again before? Our, our like show, like, main topic. Blah, 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 blah. Main, That's from main topic. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, so I, what I'm taking from this is dark, scary, sad, and joyful. I think all of those make a lot of sense. But the one that caught my attention, of course, was joyful. And she ended it with joyful. Yeah. And that's what I took more from, from the order in which she says this than what she's saying. She right. ends it on joyful which is i think what everybody is hoping this movie ends on we kind of all want that positive ending because if you're going to wrap something up don't wrap it up on a downer which they might do but we all kind of we all kind of want that joyful ending but how do you get a joyful ending you don't hire the cohen brothers no i think to to get it though i think something positive has to come out of kylo ren and i think and the other thing too is you have to look at who's saying this. It is Daisy yeah. Ridley. She is yeah. Ray Skywalker. <laughs> she's Ooh. Ray though. She is the she's Ray, and and her set her her universe in this saga so far has revolved around uh, Finn for for a portion of time, uh, mm -hmm. but then you know and Han obviously, but then it shifted to to Luke, but the crux of it all has been Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren has been who she's been. She's been drawn to this entire time. Um, and so that's where my mind completely went. Was right to Joyful, Daisy Ridley's perspective on it. Joyful, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so he's going to do some stuff, stuff. But then at the end, we need that happy ending. We need, you know, that blue Kylo Ren, blue Ben Solo lightsaber. We need him saying... You know, some kind of positivity between him. Now, I'm not saying, look, as far as the redemption goes, I don't know if he'll ever be a complete good guy. I don't know if Anakin was ever a complete good guy after he transitioned into Vader. But I think that it, there, it's very likely that where the Praetorian Guard fight, she came to his defense this time around, he'll come to her defense. Kellen, hmm. <laughs> Kellen, I think it's Kellen, just said, uh, not Skywalker. I was joking. The delay is never going to catch up to that comment. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> Hit the like button. <laughs> um, I still stand by what I said um, months and months and months ago, which is that a... An ambiguous ending regarding Kylo's um, side is infinitely more interesting than a clear one. I just, I'll take that any day of the week. Don't tell me where his heart lies at the moment the, the story ends. Make me think about it. But you, so, so you're saying he's still going to be alive at the end? Whether or not he is. Just let, let me think about where his final moments lie. And let me theorize and, and, and come up with speculation and debate with other people 
and look it over and whether or not the writers even have an answer, who knows, but let me figure that out on my own. Don't tell me. Asked making star, but if I ask making star, we ask making Star Wars. We'll know the answer to everything. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna do that. I, I I love making Star Wars. Respect the hell out of them, but uh, can't go there. Can't do it. <laughs> I just can't. I can't even go over to, to the Den Nerds anymore. I'm like Josh. Yeah. I can't watch your videos. He's like, come on and let's talk about. It. I'm like, I'm not. I have. I don't know any spoilers. So then he we came up with like one topic, and we're <laughs> struggling to come up with more. I'm like. I just I don't want to know, and then every once in a while I'm like, "Does this happen?" And he goes, "If I tell you, you'll know." And I was like, "Ah, oh. yeah." So you uh, guys were just talking about Babu Frick's hat, but seriously, for... Babu Frick is my first favorite. By the way, look at there's a snowman in front of me right now. I don't. Oh, hold on, is... I gotta switch over. Oh, there we go. Aaron's getting all the Christmas stuff out, so I've got the snowman chilling with me. Is that a cookie jar? Farm it's a it's, yeah. It's like three layers though, so you could like. Oh my goodness, like, look at that. It just comes apart. It's like a Russian doll with a snowman. It's pretty awesome. You can hide money in that. Just don't tell people where I keep my money, Andrew. <laughs> uh, but I think, look, I just... JJ, I, I keeps going back to Star Wars Celebration. JJ Abrams saying two sides coming together to face a bigger threat. He told us what's going to happen in this movie the minute before we saw the trailer. Then we saw the trailer and we're like, oh, so the bigger threat is, is Shavy P. Unless it's Ray is a huge threat, so Palpatine and Kylo have to team up to stop her. Mm, from their point of view, the Jedi are evil. Let's talk about Babu Frick's hat. Um, <laughs> see, this I gotta ask you about this. So, the marketing for Rise of Skywalker has been Kylo Ren and Ray. You know, nobody knows me, but I do. Wait, that's no. not my favorite. But I do. But I there do. we go. There he is. Oh yeah, I Wednesday. Wednesday is our our finals final Star Wars Rise of Skywalker prediction show. The final one. Oh, that's right. It's going up on Wednesday. The Patreon okay. can watch it right now. Everybody else, Wednesday, seven p.m. Eastern time. It's me, mm -hmm. Andrew, Heidi, executive producer Heidi. And and Robin vote from the Brick City blockade, and Andrew quizzes us on what we think is going to happen to in this movie, and uh, the results are they speak for themselves. I think what we say speaks for themselves. They do. Can I ask the chat one sneak peek question from the show and see what their answers are right now? Yeah, go for it. All right, you keep them busy. I'm going to find a good oh, question. Okay. Well, actually, while you're doing that, I'll ask the chat. Do you guys want <laughs> – there's a delay, so by the time you're asking questions, I'm going to have this. Do, everybody in the chat, should we, the so we've obviously recorded this uh, prediction show, the quiz show, whatever we want to call it. Um, but would you guys like us to do a live chat dur during it, 7 p.m. Wednesday? Because it is – it's literally just Andrew asking us questions, and, and the four of us answer, you know, honestly or jokingly, well, how – or, you know – we give an opinion on what we think is going to be. Heidi's in the chat right now. She can give a, yeah, it was genius. Your Perkins answer was genius, but she can speak to it. it so was, if, yeah. if you guys want us to do a live chat for it, I can't set it up to premiere at 7 PM Wednesday night. And we will have a live chat and we can all talk to each other and give it that way. Or I could just put it up. You guys let me know uh, what you want. Um, Cause really, you know, the reason why we do everything here is 
so we can all have Star Wars conversations and have a good time. And if you'd have a better time with a live chat, let's do it. Stan Solo's in the house. Morning, guys. Hello, when Stan. is the next time you think we'll see Darth Maul in live action? <gasps> uh, I think we'll see him sooner rather than later. I'm typing that as we speak. I'm thinking two years. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Two years. He might run... Uh, I, I, I can picture a world where Cassian Andor is dealing with some criminals in his series, and some of those criminals happen to be Crimson Adon. Yeah, you got that, that question ready yet? I have the question ready. Okay, here we go, guys. Here's a sneak peek question from our Episode 9 predictions episode. Guys, how many different lightsaber colors will we see in the new movie? That song's probably copyrighted. I should stop. All right, so there's a delay, so I'll wait on this one. But again, guys, if you want that live chat uh, during the show, let me know. Let us know right now. If you don't, you know, I'll only cry a little bit. Um, so when do you think? When do you think the the uh, the Spoiler alert, Plush Doll will be released. Hot selling item. Honestly, I, I'm, I want one right now. I want to watch a Christmas special stop motion with that character in a Santa hat for 45 minutes. I'm Mr. Green Christmas. <laughs> totally would be. that would, Every time I see the thing on the screen, I'm like, I want Rankin and Bass to make this into a special. That's what I want every single time. It's, oh, man. Okay, I can't. No more. Uh, our, okay. answers, our answers are coming in, and I love the answer from Kayla Love Suntaker because they say one. How come I can't <laughs> just, see it? Where's, just where's, one where's, color. Where's, oh, there's Kayla. Oh. Yeah, just one Patreon color. Patreon Kayla says one. Uh, <laughs> but we know there are two of them. Oh, I want her to explain one. Yeah. Elaborate, Kayla. I'd love to know. I want to. I want to know where where we're going with this. That would be amazing. Everyone's going three or four, except for yeah. Kayla. Kayla's just one. Yeah. That red is going to turn blue in a heartbeat. I think that's where she's going with yeah. that one. So people who are saying four, I'm assuming you are saying blue, red, green, and purple. Purple, perhaps. Two from um, Real Farm Boy. I think he's going red and blue. Yeah. I, yeah. Purple seems like a color. The, I think um, just blue and red. Look, the artwork to me tells me it's just going to be blue and red. What did I yeah. say? No, we won't say what I said because I'm wrong. Because I think I yeah, just contra- I think I, I think every time I answered, I contradict my answer. <laughs> I, I will I will say this though. I found this interesting when I got um, my copy of Jedi Fallen Order. It had like bonus sort of like material, you know, stuff like you pre-order material and you get bonus stuff. And one of the bonuses. Um, this isn't a spoiler, but if you don't want to know anything about Fallen Order, just mute me right now. But one of the bonuses was an orange kyber crystal for your lightsaber. Yeah, I got that too. Do you have it for you Xbox? Yes. I knew it. I know why you got it, you son of a... Ooh, I like this. Gleek Play 1 says five colors, red, green, blue, white, and purple. White's... White would be awesome. White intrigues me. Yeah. Yes, I'll be the newest member of the Rebel Scum cast. Oh, wait, that's not the question. Charlie, you are an honorary member of the Rebel Scum podcast. I just feel like that's the magic number. That's what Kayla says. One is the magic number. But we, okay, so 
all kidding aside, the, the reality is that red kyber crystal, maybe, maybe Ben heals it. You know, we know from the Ahsoka novel and the Vader comic that red kyber crystals can be healed. Uh, so maybe that's what happened. Maybe that kind of would be kind of cool to see if a red one turns right white. We've never seen that. That's like Gandalf the white, you know, like something like that it could be iconic in Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, Charlie's saying four colors, blue, red, green, and yellow. Yeah. I love the. I also love the. I love every color. I like the the yellow or orange idea because yes, it's so rare. Um, yeah, I remember when uh, when Night Seal Republic came out, and Bastila, one of the main characters, had a double bladed yellow saber. I just went wild for that. I was like, that looks so cool, man. Where where are they hiding all these funky colors? Why are they not in the movies? And I understand that. You know, that's probably the one place where the sequels had some restraint <laughs> with lightsabers was in the color scheme. But uh, I do hope we see different colors in, in the future in canon. Um, we got the yellow and white from Ahsoka, which has been nice. We got the dark saber, which has been nice. So they're on the right track. And yes, Chris King, that dark saber, if it doesn't show up in Mandalorian, they missed an opportunity. See, I think unless there's a lot of Force users at the end of Rise of Skywalker, which I just don't see them going that direction. At this point, I, look, I haven't seen the movie. I don't know. At this point, though, I don't think they're going to go that, that route. I think the I think the Darksaber is way more likely in Mandalorian than in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Now, if they decide to get a whole you know Jedi army coming out, then all bets are off and we'll see every color. Uh, but but I, yeah, they have they have kind of shown a lot of restraint with uh, that. But I think that you know there's something. I, I think a lot of that though comes back to the original trilogy, how there was really only two lightsabers in the original trilogy, and they kind of wanted to harken back to that. Whereas the prequel, yeah. everybody and their dog had one. Yeah, um, which I'm fine with. I I'm cool with everybody having a lightsaber. But I also you know the sequel trilogy. I'm somebody, and I don't know if I've ever said this or not, but it's never actually bothered me or dawned on me how little lightsaber use there has been in these movies yes it's you're just, absolutely right like it's never you know it's always after when someone's like well they didn't even use it i'm like they did it and i'm like oh yeah the praetorian guards didn't use it I, the only thing that's ever stood out to me in, in regards to the lightsabers in these films is, and i've said this since i think day one is i haven't found the sound effects of the lightsaber to be as in capturing as the original trilogy i think they're a little more digital and bassy than they were back 40 40 some odd years ago i think they were a little they were more organic sounding back then mm-hmm. um and I, that's just the nature of of the beast as you would say so that's the only thing that i ever noticed with it. when finn first turns it on in the force awakens spoilers when he first turns it on the force awakens uh the sound the sound it kind of let me down a little bit the sound i know it's a stupid thing to say but the sound design just wasn't as iconic as a zing. It was a lot more bassy, and I wasn't sure if it was the sound in the theater because our theaters, you know, the sounds there have improved astronomically over my television set, or or not. But it was it was definitely, uh, you know, the you get new sound designers in in there, and they do their own thing, and that's all that is. But the but the fact that two sabers never clashed in the Last Jedi didn't dawn on me until I think somebody said it to me or saw it on some review of somebody like this movie's terrible. Don't let saber fights. And I was like, well. Huh. Wasn't there? <laughs> and like Force Awakens, I never even thought of it. Like, you know, lightsabers are iconic and they are a huge part of Star Wars and they're a part of what makes Star Wars Star Wars. But 
there's I think they're more like an underlying current of it in a lot of ways. And the fact that it was there in the and you knew it was coming in 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 the Force Awakens. Like you knew it was there. You knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. Um so it never took away. The Mandalorian doesn't have one. And I'm I'm still like I'm not sad that I haven't ha- seen one yet. I feel like we probably will at some point. Um but it doesn't bother me. Solo it never bothered me. And then at the end when Maul turned it on, it was like, oh, yeah, there's lightsabers. I forgot. Um, <laughs> But, so yeah, that's that's all I'm going to say about lightsabers. But I hope we get. Uh, I can't remember what my answer was, but I feel like right now we're going to get two blue and red because that's all they've been marketing. Yeah, and they're even. Not only has that been all their marketing, uh, but the the posters and everything. The color scheme of this movie is blue and red, like in the same way that the Last Jedi was red and white. This is very very blue and red. Um, I'm trying to find. There was something very funny that I wanted to show everybody just in case they hadn't seen it. But now I can't find it. And you know, you know how it works, right? You know how that always works. But yeah, I think it's gone. But there's this great little, um, this great little meme, I guess. Not even really a meme, but uh, this little image of uh, like, it, it makes you think it's it's bashing the last Jedi, but then it says something else. You're bashing the last Jedi. Andrew's bashing the last Jedi. Yeah, that's that's what's happening. Tell us why you hate the last. Is it still your number one on your ranking, Star Wars? Uh, I don't know. I haven't ranked them in my head for a long time. Well, but, uh, well, uh, just so Patreon know, we we do our ranking Star Wars every January first. So the minute we all see the last Jedi, a return of the rise. What the hell is this called? The rise of Skywalker. <laughs> The minute we see Rise of Skywalker, aka Last Jedi Part Two, we I will be asking all of our Patreon uh, subscribers to send in their ranking. All is it ten movies? Will it be ten or eleven? All eleven, eleven films of wow. the Skywalker saga, and we'll put them in a in a list. And it's always fun to do it because what I what we do is is if Andrew puts let's say Last Skywalker Last Sky, <laughs> Last Jedi first, and I have it wow. let's say fifth. I add the points up, so one will get more points than the last one. So, so if there's 20 of us, it'll be like the most definitive ranking list of all time, and it's a lot of fun. And and we got that. Uh, what's going on here? Yeah, I'm sorry, I can't find this now. And I saw it like three times before, and now I can't find it. Yeah. So, Miss Kynex, uh in Ray Kenobi Land. Mm-hmm. I guess that ship hasn't sailed. That's a plausibility. I know that she sent a video to Aaron Quinton, and I watched that video, so I know exactly what she's talking about. Um, uh, yeah, look, uh, uh, there's 12 films. Are you counting the 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 Clone Wars animated film? I guess, but that's just going to rank last on everybody's, except for Aaron Quinton. It's good on him. Actually, you, you and I are the only ones that never have Attack of the Clones last, so... <laughs> Yeah, Attack of the Clones is never last. I'm putting it number Here's one it. this year just to screw with the system. Um, then I'll do the same. We'll we'll show that system who's boss. Um, here's something that I know I'm gonna do, and I want to know if you guys are gonna do it as well. But once I'm able to, I'm gonna tr- watch all the Mandalorians in one sitting, like it's one movie. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna do that too? Am is I gonna do that? Because mm-hmm. it's gonna be four hours probably. Have you met me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you think I'm gonna do that? Nope. But I wanted to because it's the Mandalorian. Um, I thought, I, you know hey, that's, that's 
Okay, Clone Wars film counts as real farm boy. Maybe uh, we'll change that this year. Um, uh, am I gonna do that, Andrew? I don't know. That's kind of there. And are you guys in the chat gonna do that? Huh? Oh, the chat. They're all gonna yeah. do it. <laughs> uh, 13 if you count the holiday special okay now there's too many movies to count uh, the criteria is live action directed by George Lucas <laughs> there's four of them that's it uh, I, yeah, I don't know honestly Andrew I don't know if I'd do that I would watch them all I'm, I've watched the first one three or four times I've watched the second one uh, two or three times. I think I personally like the second episode better than the first for what it's worth. And I don't know That's if I did the You've already done a lot of rewatching. I don't want to rewatch until I can. I've told you what I've watched on Disney Plus. I've watched The Mandalorian multiple times, Pluto's First Christmas, Gargoyles, Darkwing Duck, uh, Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas, and I feel like I watched something else. What else did I watch? Um, Imagineering, the Imagineering documentary, yeah. which was like yeah. a two-hour show, and I was like, I fell asleep because I'm too old. I to watched be. Sleepy Hollow last yeah. week. See, I would have, but I watched it last week on DVD. Like, a, like so good, man. By the way, no one is talking about Oliver and Company. Like, love that. It's love cool that, that Gargoyles yeah. was trending and all that stuff, but somebody got <laughs> Oliver and Company trending because we need more Billy Joel and Bette Midler and Cheech Marin in our lives. Take we a need- moment and reflect on what was just said out loud because I can't believe we live in a world now where this is a thing, James. You literally just said, it's cool that Gargoyles is trending, but... <laughs> <laughs> And yes, Chris King, I did watch the Jeff Goldblum uh, show as well. And it is something else. Let me tell you. It's something else. Uh, I, I did not watch Jeff Goldblum. But that's all I've watched. I haven't really... I, you know. Oh, on Big Business. If you guys uh, want a good comedy movie on Disney+, Plus, watch Big Business. There's another Bette Midler for you. She's everywhere. You know what's funny? I woke up late this morning. I was like, I'll watch something on Disney+. Plus. I was like, eh. <laughs> Wow. So I, what did I do instead? Uh, the hell did I do? The guy just hung out with my rabbit. It was, pretty, <laughs> it was pretty sad. I don't know. I was all excited. I'm like I'm gonna watch Chippendale Rescue Rangers, and then I was like, eh. watch I just the new Ducktales, man. I told you it's is the it best. on the new Ducktales is on there for sure. I'm pretty sure it's Resistance on there. is on there. I haven't watched. Actually, I've been watching a lot of Clone Wars. So we're gonna record Clone Wars this week, right? Clone yes, Wars? we are. Yeah, uh, I think. So. Um, I think I have it here. You told me Sunday the 24th we'll record. Oh, that we're I doing think. it on Friday. Oh, okay. We can do it on Friday. Whatever. Yeah. We'll figure it out. I watched Honey, I Shrunk the Kids today. They're all three Honey, I Shrunk the Kids are on there. Honey, I threw up the kid. Honey, I threw, I threw, I threw up. up the kid. I, I blew up. The, they're all three of them are on there, but the first one is awesome. I put, it was used to be on Netflix a few years ago, and Aaron and I were on vacation somewhere and I just turned it on on my iPad and she was like what? and we watched the entire thing because it is awesome Uh, I hope it was the Imagineering documentary was awesome it just took me two days to watch it I got home I got home late though it was Friday night after after a concert like I was tired Mm -hmm. oh no wait no it was Tuesday night after work I wasn't that late 
Uh, ben Solo is going to get redeemed 100%. I think that's a fact. I don't know. I just... I know, people, I know that this is like a hot topic. I don't think it's a hot topic. And the reason why I don't think it's a hot topic is because if it happens, it's going to happen for a reason. But I do agree with you, Andrew, and Misconduct wants this as well. I think it's going to be somewhat vague. It won't be a total... Yeah. It won't be like, guys, I'm a good guy now. I'm a good guy. He's, he's going to have guilt. He's going to be guilt-ridden, I think. Uh, which we never... Like, I, it's going to be... I, I'm like... <laughs> I think... Um, that's my Schwarzenegger podcast. <laughs> Mary Warren, whoever told you Willow's on Disney Plus is absolutely right. And I can't wait because I've never seen it yet. Uh, the Willow TV series is also coming. That's right. Uh, if you're leaving and you haven't hit the smash button, smash the like button. Smash it! Uh, Willow, Willow is there. There's a lot of cool classics there. We'll talk about that on our streaming uh, show when we talk about all our favorite shows that we don't watch on Netflix anymore. Um, I think Ben, though we're going to see something different. I part of me thinks he's going to die, but then the other part that thinks he's not going to die is because they're going to give him something that that Anakin never got, and that is that guilt that goes with uh with the crimes that he committed when he went dark. Yeah, but uh, that guilt to me, it's still not as interesting as um as an ambiguous ending for him. Still not. Because the guilt would... Guilt is something that kind of takes time, I feel. And unless he turns in, like, minute five of this movie, there's no time for that. Okay. You're wrong. <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi. Have you seen my mic stand? I'm getting a tripod. But anyway, check it out. Phantom Menace. Attack of the Clones. And Revenge of the Sith. I'm not picking up. But mostly it's this one that I want to show everybody. Kevin Smith. When I first saw Star Wars, imagine if that's the page I opened it up to. Andrew's frozen. My Skype has ended. My internet has ended. Everything has ended. I'm going to wrap things up. wrap things up Fantasia it's been a lot of fun tonight Andrew yep hello it's been a lot of fun it has been a lot of fun we're gonna wrap it up any final thoughts for us tonight I think that uh, Miss Ray is going to have her work cut out for her in this movie it's gonna be dark it's gonna be scary it's gonna be sad and it's gonna be joyful but most importantly, it's going to be Star Wars. So.
So that's what's important. I love those four words she chose. I think she hit the nail on the head. And it really feels, like you said, James, that she's speaking chronologically. I hope she hit the nail on the head because she's in this movie and knows what's happening and we don't. So (laughs) who are we to say whether or not she did it? But I have, like I've said, I, I, you know, there are people that have said they, you know, they're more excited for the Mandalorian or, oh, the Mandalorian is better than the sequel trilogy and this and that. And that's (laughs) fine, I guess. But for me, I'm going to enjoy both of them because it's all Star Wars and I don't care. I love it. And I'm, and I was listening to the Mandalorian soundtrack on my way home, and um, I absolutely loved that soundtrack. It sounded like like an old spaghetti western, but every once in a while, Star Wars would creep in, and I thought that was a really cool, uh, cool use of, of music. Yes, and actually, to that point, Fallen Order's soundtrack is phenomenal. I don't know who did it, but it's the best... John Williams that I have ever heard come out of the baton of somebody who was not John Williams. Yeah, it's actually fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Alright, that's it for our show today. Guys, quickly though, let me know in the comments I, guess, I can't see the comments anymore. Shocking. Um, let me know in the comments quickly, should we put up a live chat during Wednesday night's prediction show just give me a yes or no in the comments quickly i heard star wars honestly everything we've gotten says mary warren awesome mary bye guys glad i got to hang with this time me too miss connor it's always fun having you on we gotta do another uh, video soon because that last one was awesome it was a lot a lot of fun it was yeah uh, and we're going to go to uh the two med two channel that's michael's channel go over there he's going to be doing a live stream at 8 30 in half an hour go check it out that's gonna be awesome uh, so, uh, Mary Warren says yes, Roar Farm Boy, 2 Med 2. Uh, they all say. Yeah, Josh Nerd Price says yes. Yeah, so he's been Rod I think says he's yes. already seen it. Yep, uh, yep, okay, yep. yes, okay, we're going to be doing. <laughs> yeah, we're going to join 2 Med 2 at 8.30 p.m. I just wrote that down. I like that they they block that. I had to approve that message. Wow, like, yeah. Like, like that's the worst thing that could be written on YouTube. I know, is right? Somebody saying, "Join my channel." Like, yeah, let go, oh, chill out, YouTube, chill out. Yeah, right, thank you, Mr. Rez. Thank you, everybody in the chat for joining us. It's been a lot of fun, um, and we'll do. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll put on the live chat for the prediction show so we can all share our predictions at the exact same time on Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, and until then, I guess. May the force of others be with you. Often. <laughs>